0: Welcome to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by founder of Coming to New York City, Katie Smith. And today we're asking the question, should we move? So Katie, should we move?
1: I don't know. That's the big question. What do so, you think?
0: So we've got a lot of friends moving in to the city. Yep. We've got some friends moving out of the city yeah. and we've got some friends in the city that are moving to a different place within the city. So... Lots of things happening. Lots of people moving. Mm -hmm. And we, our apartment lease is coming up in a few months. And so we are considering a move.
1: Yeah. So there's like a a lot of layers to this. Um, We are not thinking about moving out of the city, but we do know a lot of people who are, and, um, I cannot blame them at all. Um, a lot of people are just saying it's, It's too tough right now. Um, Maybe the industry that they're in, whether it's restaurants or retail or I mean, tons of different industries, theater, um, pretty much anything right now. It's hard. You know, they may need to move to another city or another place to have a job or get some more space. You know, this quarantine and lockdowns and things have taken a big toll on people here. Um, it's not like we had large houses to lock down in for a long time. So yep. some people are just feeling like they need more space. They need a backyard and they need multiple bedrooms or multiple floors, or they need to be um, closer to other friends who have left. Um, and I, I can't blame them at all. And I can't say that that thought hasn't crossed my mind because it definitely has. There have been days where where it's hard. and I look around at our small apartment and I'm like, mm-hmm. is this... Are we doing the right thing here? I mean, we could go somewhere else and have a lot more space and the girls could be in school full time. And, you know, there's there's a lot of different reasons, but we just keep going back to we're supposed to be here in the good times and in the bad. And while I don't blame anybody for leaving, I totally understand. It's just not our time to go. And we want to stick around for a little bit longer.
0: Yeah. And even though it's not what it was, it's still New York City. Yeah, we still still love it. Amazing um and has so much while while there's been things we've lost and are sad uh that we can't do or can't go to or will never be able to go to because they no longer exist Mm -hmm. uh we love the city still and so it's not like we're just you know like oh it's such a tough life here in the city it's still an amazing life we get to live in the city but but it is different it's different and it's complicated and it was complicated before all of this and it will stay complicated (laughs) in different ways yeah um we also have a family dynamic That is changing our situation. And so we live in a, we call it, what what do we call our apartment? Like a four. A junior four. Junior four, which Mm -hmm. means basically like a huge one bedroom. Uh, Huge maybe is a stretch (laughs) in, but for New York City, it's big. We live in our dining room. Um, We
1: converted our dining room into our bedroom and then the kids have the bigger room, but we are getting a puppy. Yes. I feel like there's so many things over these past nine months that we... Never thought we would do like getting yeah. a car and now getting a puppy. I got an
0: office. You
1: got an office. Yeah, yeah things are are different. So, yeah, we're getting a puppy. We yes. go to pick it up on the 18th, which yeah. is uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The kids have off school, so we are going to go. Um, we're not leaving the state. It's just in upstate New York. We're going to go pick her up, and her name is Dolly, and she's a Bitsu, which is part... Beagle part shih tzu. and nice. we had to find something very specific because nils is allergic to dogs um and so we had to find something that didn't shed and didn't have dander so we found one and yeah. honestly, I was looking and and I was hoping to adopt but and maybe we'll talk about that process another yeah. time because we're talking about moving
0: right um, now episode <laughs> itself. yeah maybe a
1: couple um but there's so many people who have adopted dogs that yes. Every dog that I applied for had over three hundred people who applied for that same dog and after months of of trying, we found um this dog yeah. that just fit our needs and uh, we I talked with you know the person who had the puppies and it was just it was just a really great fit so yeah, yeah. we're getting a dog so
0: we're becoming a family of six. A we, yeah, apartment. yeah, because
1: we do have our hamster. So our you hamster, follow me on Instagram; brother. she'll appear every now and then. <laughs> yep. Our hamster popcorn. Yep. So we're going from four to six, yes. and so that part of that fuels: do we want to move yes. apartments? Yes. Do we want to move apartments?
0: So my answer is no. To be to be straight, yeah. Uh, I love our apartment. I love our doorman. I love our neighbors. I love our location. Yes. Um, I love where you know, my commute to my office, uh, which is next to no commute. Basically it's an expense because I cross Starbucks like four times a day, which means I buy Starbucks like three times a day. Um,
1: but you don't even have to cross the street. You don't. Need, I don't to even have to cross the street to get to my
0: office. Uh, we love the kids school. It wouldn't really change the kids school unless we moved really, you know, anyways, that's a different story, but, uh, so yeah, so I don't want to move, but there are reasons to move.
1: Yeah, and when you look on StreetEasy, and that is really my go-to for just kind of getting a feel for what real estate is like right now in the city and what what rental prices are in different areas, it's hard not to see the dip in prices and then think, oh, we could get a two-bedroom and actually have a real door on our bedroom for you know an extra few hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Um, so we, I've been looking, and I am the kind of person who likes a project, and so yeah. before sure. the dog was coming, I was looking at real estate stuff a lot yes. and just keeping my eye on it because things like that interest me, and I like to see what's happening, what's going up, what's you know taking a long time to rent, all that kind of stuff. Now that we're having the puppy come, I've kind of switched my focus to puppy training and getting stuff ready for the puppy. But I am still keeping my eye on real estate um, to a certain extent. And there are a couple things that I found and that I want people to be careful about, because if you're thinking about moving here and we've had some friends move here recently and I really want to have them on the podcast so they can tell you what it's like to move here during a pandemic, with kids, all of that, because I have, I mean, I've still been getting DMs on Instagram with people saying they still want to move. And it is different. Um, It's different than our previous podcasts, Um, Moving Here. It's a different feel. So I'm really hoping to get them on so they can really walk you guys through what it's like to move during a pandemic. But one of the things that I don't think is as necessary anymore, is a broker. And if you're a broker and you're listening to this, I'm sorry, I know you guys have been hit really hard, but there's just so much inventory out there that it's a lot easier to find an apartment and you don't necessarily need that person anymore that's gonna find you something that's not on the market yet or hasn't in with a management company or in with certain landlords. Because when you look on StreetEasy, I mean, the whole map is filled with options and, um, and therefore you really don't need the broker's fee anymore. Yeah. So that's, that's one big reason to move is because we could easily do that with using street easy um, or other apps that are similar to it and finding a place and not having to pay a broker fee. And
0: we know the city so well at this point and what we like and we don't like, and we, have friends in seemingly every neighborhood that we can ask some of the yeah. details about of what, what do we need to know? Is there, you know, mm-hmm. certain blocks that are better than other blocks in that area or certain schools. And our, our oldest daughter is going to middle school next year. So that plays into this as well of right. where do we want to move to a neighborhood that's in a certain school area that, you know, Yeah.
1: School. And one interesting thing about, I know elementary is this way. Um, and, middle school and high school as well. Once you are in a school, you don't have to stay for elementary. You don't have to stay in that zone in order. You don't have to keep living in that zone in order to stay at the school. So when we first came to the school, to the elementary school, we had to show proof of residency. We had to show them our lease. We had to, I mean, jump through some hoops, kind of, if you will. But Um, We had to really prove that we lived in the district for this school. But if you move out of it, you don't have to prove that anymore. So we could move somewhere where Emory could go to a different middle school, but Shelby would not have to change schools um, when she goes to fourth grade next year. So it does make moving easier and more appealing. Um, The other thing that's making it appealing is if you go directly through management companies, which... You could do before but you can do a lot more easily now the management companies are really wanting you to um are really open to you going directly to them and then renting directly to you instead of dealing with a middleman um they are offering incentives they're offering months free um, they're offering prorated rent all of that the only thing is i get worried that people aren't asking all of the right questions and they're getting a prorated rent for a year. And then when that rent, when that lease comes due the next year, a lot of them will jump up by at least a thousand dollars per month. Once that prorating goes away, I just get really nervous that people are getting into something, not asking the right questions, not looking in detail, thinking, Oh, wow. You know, like, I can nice. pay four thousand dollars for nice. a three-bedroom apartment. That's great. Yep. And then once that next lease is up, it's going to jump to six thousand yep. or seven thousand. I mean, some yeah. pe- some places are really offering major incentives right now. Yep. But I need to tell you, they're not going to stick around. I can already see that things are starting to go up already right. now that the vaccine is here. Now that you know, there's a new administration. People, especially in New York. Find that as a positive, and things aren't as low as they were back in the fall. And so that makes me nervous that people are going to get into a bad situation because the landlords can afford to lose a little bit of money for this year, but they're not going to, they're, they're likely not going to renegotiate at a lower level. They're going to tell you in a year, this is the rent, take it or leave it, because I think that the the economy and the market is going to be back to where they can do that again.
0: Yeah, and moving is a pain. Moving and, is a pain, and I think, and I think that's the <laughs> the the reason I'm hesitant. Is we know the worst parts of our apartment, sure. and and we have settled so well into our apartment. And I, I think we both, I think some things that we would like, uh, or I would like, maybe mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make that list of a second bathroom would yes. be great. Yeah, um, and so we all share one bathroom that can be complicated and that will probably only get more complicated as the girls get older yes um we would like a door on our bedroom um <laughs> and so we would like some privacy um i think we would maybe like a little bit more space i think we would like some outdoor space like a little mm-hmm. ba- balcony we do not want a yard or you know things that right. like, you know you're not going to get that in new york really um and so we uh but but i think we want to be up i don't think we would want even like a ground floor apartment with a a little mini yard um or i wouldn't uh, but maybe like a rooftop deck too uh but just really some outdoor space we've got we've got a roof we can go on but it's not really a rooftop deck um so yeah that's i mean i think those are the key things that i would be looking for i would rather not pay more rent um i would also rather uh i'd like to stay close to where we are um uh, just cuz i love the convenience of the office but if we were to move i'd like to be closer to a subway right now we've got about a I don't know, 10, 12 minute walk uh, to the subway, be nice. Our old apartment in Brooklyn was on the same block as the subway. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was convenient. It might be nicer to be closer to Central Park rather than the water, but I like being close to the water. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a few things that would be appealing about a move to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. I'm curious what you, what what, what jumps out to you. Yeah.
1: And that's what I'm thinking about. I don't think I would move just for one of those things. I would move if we got pretty much all of those things Um, because packing up is a pain. And honestly, moving from one building to another, not only is it expensive, but um, if you're moving from one elevator building to another, you have to have movers that have proof of insurance and proof of liability. You have to get it cleared between both of the buildings. You have to reserve the service elevator in both of the buildings. There's just a lot of those little details that Mm -hmm. can really add up. And like I said, it's expensive, um, time consuming. And then you do still have to put down your deposit, your security deposit, your first and last month's rent. So even though you're not out the broker's fee, you still are out several thousand dollars yes. just to move into a cheaper apartment or yep. the same price apartment. Yep. So you have to weigh that out too. But I would like a balcony or a terrace. Yep. I think we do like living up high. Yep. I want an elevator because I feel like now that we've gotten used to a that, it'd be very percent. hard <laughs> not to have yes. an elevator. Um, I would want, I mean, if we're really going for it, like a fitness center and yeah. a pool, yeah. Um, some of the buildings have an indoor pool and I think that would be really great for the kids, especially as they get older, they're not as into the playgrounds anymore, but if they yep. could have a place to yep. swim and then to work out would be really nice. Yep. Um, yeah. So little things like yep. that. But like I said, I think it would need pretty much all of those things at a very, very slightly, if any higher rent to yep. make it worth it. And so I, we'll I love,
0: see. I love having doorman, So I would yeah. really not want to lose the doorman. Sure. I think. If we got all the other things, I might sacrifice that, um, but I really like having the doorman yeah. aspect. So it's yeah. with packages and I think that's security. going to be the security aspect of yeah, just having the doorman. But I, I do think technology is enhancing a lot of security opportunities too. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, yeah, so those are the factors. What, what happens from now? So it's January right now, our lease is up I think in May. So what what's the process between now and May?
1: Yeah, so probably in April, maybe even March, our landlord will contact us and ask if we're renewing. Yep. And we will have some time to say yes or no. Um, if we, We'll try to negotiate with them. Yep. Um, I know we talked about on this podcast that our gas was out for a couple of months. Yep. Um, and then just with the economy and things like that. I've heard some stories of people negotiating their current rent. Yeah. Um,
0: Which has never happened before. It's, it's typically you're negotiating how high are they increasing it. Right. Not, not negotiating showing, it down.
1: Yeah. down. Um, with our landlord, it's a large management company. I don't know if they're going to budge yeah. at all, yeah. we'll, but we'll see. We'll keep you guys updated. So, I've tried
0: a little bit. And I got last year, they tried to raise our rent and I, I told them we've never paid you know, daily, yeah. you know, we work well with, you know, we're just, we're good residents. Can we not increase it? And they were kind and they didn't increase it. Yeah. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. Um. So they'll contact us and let us know that our our lease is coming up. We'll negotiate with them, see where that gets us. I yeah. will also keep an eye on StreetEasy. i also keep an eye on the management companies in the area because these management companies have several buildings across the city. So you can see um, do some research on which ones are reputable, yes. which ones are good to their tenants, which ones keep their buildings up, and then just keep an eye on their websites, too, to see what they have available.
0: Yeah. There's one other factor I want to bring up okay. that that I'm very intrigued by. It okay. doesn't intrigue you as much, I don't think, in our conversations, and that's a rent-stabilized apartment. Mm-hmm. It's much more rare than it used to be. Um, there's a lot of factors involved with a rent-stabilized apartment, uh, but they do still exist. And, um, and every now and then you'll hear of them becoming available. So I feel like that's kind of like winning the lottery a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if we could find a rent stabilized apartment that is a two bedroom checks, a lot of those boxes, but we, we basically could lock that in that price for yeah. the rest of our lives, that would be a huge factor. I me. And that's probably one of those times where I'd actually increase my budget more significantly, knowing that I was locking that rate down for the next 20, 30 years.
1: Yeah, but have any of those come available? No, because (laughs) what's happening is people are not leaving those because they know that things are gonna go crazy in the city again and the rents will go up and they need to hold on to that rent stabilized. So I just haven't seen a lot, but- That's what
0: I keep my eye out for, hoping, hoping, hoping. And on the Upper East Side in particular. Uh, very few um, that right. ever, ever pop up, but that's the one other factor. Yeah.
1: And so we'll keep you guys updated. I will keep my eyes and my ears open and we'll see if there's something that checks all of those boxes. And if it does, we'll try to, you know, try to walk through that door and see what opens and what yes. doesn't. Yes. Um, but yeah, we'll yeah. see.
0: So let, I, we would love to know your opinions. Would you move? Uh, If you were in our situations, DM Katie on Instagram or she'll probably do a poll or post or uh, where you can comment. Let us know. Would you move? Why or why not? What are your thoughts? Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Thanks for journeying with us as we continue to navigate our lives of coming to New York City. And we, when the time is right, want you to come uh, to New York City as well. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. And we will talk to you again on the next episode.